Okay, I'd like to welcome to our program sa Facts First, si Professor Solita Maringwini or Ma'am Winnie Monsod. Good evening po, Ma'am. Thank you for joining us tonight sa Facts First. What were you talking about Facebook kanina? Anong sinasabi mo? Pinag-uusapan po namin yung ano, ang, ang context po ng discussion namin ni Xiao Chua, yung ano, yung, di ba yung sinabi ng isang artista na history is like chismis. Tapos napunta toward the end of the discussion, yung experience ni Xiao Chua na yung Facebook, siya pa yung binan for 30 days dahil pinost niya yung sagot niya dun sa isang nantotrol sa kanya. Kasi yun ang problema po sa Facebook eh. Di ba kayo rin po may problema sa Facebook? Tama ba? Naban na, 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 na ako. Naban din kayo? <laughs> For what? For what? When I posted my 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 first column on my blog site, <laughs> after I did four hours, all of a sudden, I was taken out. But but my daughter, I don't know what what they did, but anyway, they said they, they would bring it back on. Kasi I'm not very literate when it comes to these things. This is the first time all of a sudden I have Facebook, I have Twitter, I have Instagram, and I have my blog. So I put oh, my wow. column on my blog, and I got a lot of uh, of response. But I put on, and my daughter put it on Facebook. After four hours, the Facebook closed, or they something, they something, they dis, they 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 something it. And this morning, she I don't know she did, but they said they would put it back on. Sige. Sige ma'am, before we go to the... Uh, before... mm, okay. Buti, naka, ano, naka, nakabalik kayo sa Facebook, no? If I may ask, no, ma'am, by the way, dito, baka, naiiba, baka nagulat kayo, no? Mas nag-Filipino po ako dito, eh, no? Compared sa program ko before sa ANC. Kasi I realize, mas magandang in Filipino para mas maraya pong, ano, uh, ma-reach na audience, no? Ma'am, gusto ko kayong tanongin, no? Nabasa ko yung column niya, yung huling column niya sa Philippine Daily Inquirer. Uh, and then Uh-oh. you decided to put your content po ano, on social media. What happened po ba? What happened? What I mean, what happened? What, what happened, happened to you sa Inquirer? Uh, oh, well, no. they, they, which prompted they you to, to shift to social media? They, they sent me a letter saying that uh, you know they were they were discontinuing my column after two weeks because I I had displayed conflict of interest kasi naging board member ako ng Rappler at saka, you know, I was the touting Rappler in my columns. And that was conflict of interest. And, and so they, they and that, that merited my being removed as a columnist. And I was so shocked kasi sabi ko, just po naman, board member ako ng Rappler four years ngayon lang nila ngayon nang nila napupuna yon tapos yung yung when i first joined philippine daily inquirer at uh, 20 years ago can you imagine 20 years ago i was writing nagsusulat ako para sa business world mm. for the next 10 years i was writing for business world and writing for for daily inquirer so so i was writing for a kasi competing news organization daw yon. So but but then they did not have anything to me. And then now all of a sudden with drop they said conflict in other of words, interest. Walang, walang visa yung kanilang excuse. 
they, I mean, that was such a horrible excuse. I said, you know, I at least have the courtesy of some frankness. So I, so I'm up to now, the story of, is the story is, pinaalis ako kasi uh, naging board member ako ng Doppler. Mm-hmm. And that's very unfortunate, no? Opo. No, eh, that's alright. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Kasi naman, <laughs> ano na kayo? Kumbaga, you can go to any other platform that you choose. Yun nga yung maganda, lumipat kayo sa social media, no? Actually, inabutan ko po kayo, eh. Nung nasa Inquirer pa ako, kasi I spent uh, 15 years there. Eh, nun palang columnist na kayo, oh. binabasa ko na kayo, eh. Pero dito, yung, yung reason na binigay sa inyo na conflict of interest, uh, sabi nyo, ito sa horrible excuse, no? Pero ito, no, prank really, usapan lang. Do, do you think na ano, someone really wanted you out? Or was it because of your columns that were critical uh, well, to I, the Marcoses I, I, I or Duterte? Ang sama ng loob ko, ni hindi ako, you know, parang, parang basura ako na, you know, you have fixed notes. And that's it. And that's what I, I, I did not like. I did not like, I did not like the logic of their, of, you know, the reasoning they used because I said, uh, it doesn't apply to me because this is my, my, my being uh, a member of the board is four years old now. And when I first entered not inquirer for 10 years, I was working two newspapers at the same time. Mm-hmm. So how can mm-hmm. that possibly be an excuse? Mm-hmm. Can you okay. think? Of, I mean, can you can you tell me, Christian? Uh, your your intelligent guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Alam naman natin na marami nangyayari behind the scenes, no? Uh, yeah, I've experienced yeah, that I, also. Alam po natin yan. Uh-oh. But you did not you did not leave inquirer like no. that. Hindi, hindi. Uh, I left because ANC got me. Ang, ang, ang experience ko na related dun sa experience nyo, yung experience ko sa ABS-CBN because I was unceremoniously fired by Carlo Katek back there. What do you mean by unceremonious? Describe unceremonious. Ah, paano ba? <laughs> Ako na interview ni Maring Wino, magaling talaga si Maring Wino, no? <laughs> Let's just say ganito. I, let's just say I signed a contract now, less than three less than a week later, I was uh, given my ano, walking paper. Uh, for example, sinabi sa akin ngayon. Hindi ko sinabi sa akin ngayon. Uh, discontinue yung program mo. Sabi ko, Karen effective immediately. Tonight. I mean, wow. what, kind, what kind of firing is that, di ba? Hindi ka man lang binigyan ng, oh, siguro in the next two days or two episodes, pwede pa. Immediate, effective immediately. So, ganun yun. <laughs> Ako na, interview ni Maring Winnie, ha? Salamat sa PDI kasi two weeks binigyan sa Oh, mas maganda sa inyo. <laughs> no, but what did you ask? Did you talk to, to your... Uh, Hindi, ang, 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 official, ang official line that was given to me na, ano, it was, uh, dito, my brand of journalism is not aligned with the uh, direction of the company, okay? Pero, you know, that's BS, di ba? Uh, hindi ko na ikikwento, marami pang mar- nangyari dyan. No, no but, but, 
you know, so you so you said what brand? Would you tell me what? Because I, as I recall, you are, I mean, I enjoyed watching you because you were, you just were so frank and you were so so balanced. You you always gave both sides. So what what? Mm. Th- that's not a good brand. Yung being balanced and giving both sides. Ah, uh, siguro yung, yung yung brand. It's better to ask uh, the the CEO kung ano yung brand ng company niya, ng brand of journalism na gusto ng company niya. Pero I was told hindi aligned yung brand of journalism ko. Eh, and sa akin naman that's how journalism should be, di ba? Kung baga, no no BSS allowed. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I I mean it's their loss, but no problem. Oh. Sa akin, okay yun, ma'am. Because honestly, mas nag enjoy ako dito sa format na to eh. I can be more myself. And uh, like I mentioned before in a previous episode, ang sarap ng feeling na liberation eh. Yung bang after ng isang episode, wala kang matatanggap na tawag after a few days, reklamo from <laughs> a friend of an executive. Yung ganun ba? Hindi ka yeah. malilecturan about, hindi ka malilecturan mistakenly about what objectivity is all about. Yun ang ano eh, yun ang hindi magandang nangyayari, di ba? You can understand if you were... You say, ano pa? You mean to say, Christian, somebody question objectivity? Sorry? You, you, you were questioned about your objectivity? Yeah. Oo, may mga ganun. Yung objectivity, nakailang lecture na ako dito sa program na to about objectivity. <laughs> I I, yeah. I I would only wish na yung mga powers that be actually understood what objectivity was all about. Yun niya. Eh, kasi, yun niya eh, di ba? Alam niya yan, ma'am eh. Alam na alam niya yan dahil ano kayo eh. Uh, well, expert din kayo sa field na to eh. Oh. Being on so- in social media is such a liberating as you say. Talagang liberating. Kasi, mm. you know, you, you work at your own time. I'm also going to copy you. I'm going to be also on what do you call it? But YouTube. you, you said you this streamline and you streamyard. Streamyard.com. I had such a hard time. I had to kinawagaw pa yung anak ko. Sabi ko walk through this. They can actually walk me. I, we were we were we were talking on the phone and he actually walked me and I finally got in. So, when I learned this thing, nako, watch out, yan. <laughs> Ang saya ka, usap ni Maring Winnie, no? <laughs> kasi pinadala ko pong link sa kanya, StreamYard. Uh, ang StreamYard po kasi, it works better pag Chrome yung browser. So, minsan pag Safari, nagkakaano, nagkakaroon ng problem. So, yun yung naging issue ni Ma'am Winnie. <laughs> oh, sige, Ma'am, imove ko na. <laughs> Natatawa ako kasi... <laughs> <laughs> Marami na tutuwa po sa interview natin eh kasi ano ang naging program daw natin ngayon uh, tonight with me with Winnie, Winnie Monsod. <laughs> ah, sige ma'am, let's talk about your shift to social media no. Ang naging title po ng uh, page nyo, ng inyong uh, blog no as I see it at ang first topic nyo, if I'm not mistaken, you fact-checked the inaugural address of President Bongbong Marcos. Okay. I, I, I called it uh, false claims, uh, inaccurate statements, and exaggerations. And, and, Bakit and, and, po? No, lahat yung mga, most of them were related kasi to his uh, late father's administration. 
talagang mm. ibang-iba ang narrative kesa sa you know the historical fact and what ano ang sinasabi na ito just nakakatakot talaga and then I, and then I learned uh, just this morning that pati yung sinabi niya na he had the biggest mandate yeah. in all uh, election history mali yung pala eh yung mm. si si President Quezon nung nag tumakbo siya noong 1935 eh binigyan siya ng 68% mandate eh itong si Bongbong is only 58% tapos noong 1939 nung re-election ni Manuel Quezon 81% ang mandato niya 81% of the voters chose him so how mm. can uh, you know the the Marcos the younger say that he had the greatest mandate you know it is so totally against the facts that parang sinasabi yung natatakot ako eh because he, he does not he does seem to nice facts he just wants what he wants he just wants to hear what he wants to hear and that's it parang ano with without batting an eyelash Ito no, ma'am, ito yung gusto kong, yung, isa kong gusto pag-usapan. Kasi diba there was a part in his speech when he said, uh, I'm going to paraphrase, no? parang hindi na natin kailangan mag-dual dun sa past. Uh, let's not look back in anger. Pero extensively pinag-usapan niya, may reference sa kanyang father. no? At hindi niya binanggit yung golden age na term, if I'm not mistaken. Pero yun ang, ano, eh, yun ang portrayal, diba? tama po ba? You know what? I think he, two speech writers who were not talking to each other. So that, so he was saying, we let us think, huwag na kayong mag-duel sa, sa past. Tapos, duel siya ng duel. Ang dami hmm. niyang beses, you know. So I said, what is the matter? Maybe his speech writers did not talk to each other. Tapos, you know, he just chose the best parts of their speeches. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, your your views are exactly mine also. <laughs> And ito, the, point is, the point is, that's not that's not a good time for us because when you make decisions, you have to base it on hard data, on evidence, and if the mm-hmm. and and if your decisions are made on the basis of just stories, just go, you know, gust, you know, want him to succeed. Gusto kong mag-succeed siya, kaya. Sa umpisa pa lang sinasabi ko, Hoy, pwede ba? Huwag kang, huwag kang gumawa ng ganyan. Kasi masama yan para sa pansa. <laughs> yan, yan ang trademark ni, ma, ano, ni Ma'am Winnie. <laughs> Talaga sisitahin. Ito ma'am, ito yung tanong ko. Sige. How do you see Bongbong Marcos's Bongbong Marcos's understanding of the economy based on what you are reading, hearing from him? Well, uh, based on what I'm reading from him, he has not said anything about the economy yet. But based on what he has done, meaning to say he has chosen excellent economic managers. I mean, the, the core team, the NEDA, mm-hmm. Finance, Central Bank. Yeah, pati yung budget, but I think budget. the budget is, is, um, is Diocno's yeah, Jokno's person yun eh. I think, I think BIR is also Jokno's yeah. choice. So I think 
Mr. Marcos is living up to this team. Now, whether he is going to follow the recommendations or not is another matter. But I am confident that this team has the most objective, uh, you know, very objective about the economy, etc. So all, he does not have to understand economics as long as he follows the recommendations of the economic team he has, which is, I think, one of the best. Ito, ma'am. They, they also see some sort of an irony here. Si, ano, R.C. Balisakan. Oh, sige, sorry. Ano? Tagalog na tayo. Tagalog, Tagalog. Meron ba kayong nakikita parang irony dito? Diba? Example, yung sa NEDA, ang kinuha niya si, ano, yung nagbabalik, si Arsenio Balisakan. E, diba, meron pong libro oh, si Arsenio Balisakan tungkol sa poverty and nandun yung, ano, nandun yung nangyari nung panahon ng kanyang tatay. Exactly. Kaya sabi ko sa, sabi ko sa kanya, he should ask Arsenio Balisakan Arsi Balisakan will tell him all he wants to know about the agricultural history of his country and rice and will tell him about poverty. Oh, So, I, you know, in fact, I think he should have chosen Arsi as the agriculture secretary. Ah, instead of Neda? Somebody like Emil Javier, but Emil Javier made the mistake of of criticizing his, his father's Masagana 99 program. program. Mm. Ito nga pala, yeah, yung I'm what do you think of, an- anong tingin niyo rin sa decision ni President Marco so far, na hawakan po yung agriculture department. Pwede naman kasing gawin niya kahit sino presidente, pero yun ang pinili niya. Tsaka, ano sa tingin niyo, yung, ba- ba- yung, ano yung optics kaya, no? yung parang wala pa siyang makuhang uh, agriculture secretary? Hindi, yung optics is political purposes. Kasi, you know, parang nararamdaman ng mga tao na talagang, you know, this is very important. So, siya ang Pero wala siyang, wala siyang kompetensya. That's difficult. Because, you know, if he says, I want to do this because my father did this and mm. his father's program failed, my God, where are we? Kasi alam, alam mo, meron tayong problema dyan. I mean, for example, his statement, yung statement niya na gusto niyang naging, maging 20 pesos per kilo yung, um, yung bigas. Bigas, yeah. Talagang, ayun, out of this world yan. Sabi na lahat ng mga agriculturists, lahat ng mga economists, ko, hindi pwede yan. Pwede yan kung bibigyan if government comes in, subsidizes everything. Pero saan mo kunin ng gobyerno ang pera? Oo. Mababaon sa utang ang gobyerno. Ay talaga, kasi bibili nila yung yung rice at uh, day at 24 pesos and sell it at 20 pesos. Is, is, meron silang lugi dyan, hindi ba? And that will cost maybe, according to this economist that I read, it will cost 200 billion pesos a year. Diyos ko, di, wala tayong wala tayong ganyang pera. Mm-hmm. Unless, Pero, of yeah. course, both in the first year decides to pay back his family's utang sa gobyerno na naging 203 billion pesos na, hindi ba? Kasi noong 1995, 20, 23 billion lang yata yung utang ng estate ng tatay niya. 23 billion, sabi ng Supreme Court. 
eh, ngayon sa, sa hindi walang bayad for 25 for 27 years naging 203 billion na yan ngayon kung ibibigay niya yan for the first year aba pwede niyang isubsidize yung mga tao for their Ma'am, rice min- purchasing minig tat minig po dito si blue gray kinuha raw po ba kayong uh, tutor before ni Bongbong Marcos hindi si Bongbong ang nagkuha sa akin yung tatay niya ang tatay niya kinausap yung university president, yung university president ng UP, kinausap yung dekano ko, yung dekano ko, eh, tinawag ako, sinabi, pwede ba? Abay, ano sasabihin mo sa dekano? You know, of course I will go. But you know, it, it was only twice. Because, ay nga, may problem, na, hindi ko alam yun, nung, ngayon ko lang nalaman, na pala may problema siya sa Oxford na na, na, na lumagpak siya sa, sa exam niya sa economics at saka politics eh, this was his last chance so he uh, his father uh, asked for for some help and how was it po? And to say that you know I, I, I am given to understand that he did pass the economics exam when he took it but he unfortunately did not pass the politics but that does not mean he is uh, an intelligent consumer of economic information maybe he will be but nothing that he has done so far makes me uh, think that he will be an intelligent consumer his intelligence has 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 gone to the point where he has picked the best team i think one of the best teams economic teams we have who are who are in sync with each other mm-hmm. so as i told you at the beginning you know kung papakinggan niya ang team niya makakaalis tayo sa economic crisis pero kung hindi niya pakikinggan, walang mangyayari. At saka, miskin niya pakinggan yung team niya, pero muloy yung corruption sa government at yung efficient government, wala rin niyayari. So it's, it's really a hard choice. I mean, this man has, he's going to have a very difficult time already. So if he makes it more difficult, then we are going to lose. The Filipino people are going to lose. Mm. Pero ano, if it's any consolation, di ba, usually po, yung choice ng economic team ng isang bagong upong presidente, that signals a lot, di ba? Especially doon po sa mga investors. So that can trigger instability or stability, di ba? Eh kung hindi niya pinakinggan, anong mangyayari? So, na, nasa pangulo pa rin. Of course, there's no question about it. There's no question about oh. it. I really oh. urge him to please, I mean, whatever recommendations, pabayaan niya muna. Kasi I really don't think he has the ability to come to a decision himself. Okay. In the same way that, tignan nyo, sa agriculture so he's going to spend a lot of time nagbeating na siya 
pero alam mo, si Gertin, si Ninoy, I mean, si Noynoy Aquino, nag-meeting sila ng gabinete, the, you know, the moment he took office and they and he he swore them into office. Di ba sinabi sa atin ng, ng, ng mga commentator na magkakaroon ng cabinet meeting yeah. on Meron July 1? Pati si Duterte, di ba? May meeting agad. Yeah, si Duterte at saka si Noynoy. I think even even calling when I was there, nag-meeting ka agad. Eh, hindi ko alam kung bakit hindi sila nag-meeting. Kasi maybe it's hindi pa kompleto. Ayun yeah. ang kinakatakutan ko. Eh, yung mga hindi na kukompletohan, the health secretary, DNR, health crisis tayo, DNR, natural resources, environmental crisis, energy secretary, we have an energy crisis. Wala pang medyo matagal siyang mag-isip, ano? O baka, or baka walang, or baka walang takers. I won't I don't know. But, <laughs> Ito ma'am, dito, pag-usapan natin yung economic recovery na nakikita nyo siguro in the coming years, no? Dito kasi may statement yung kanyang ano, finance secretary, si Secretary Diokno, no? Yung, basically, it seems to downplay the weakening peso. Ano ba dapat yung tamang pagtingin po rito? Humihina talaga yung piso natin. Siyempre, meron siyang benefits at meron siyang mga, ano, meron siyang mga dangers, Okay. Tama ba yung pag-downplay dito sa weakening peso? Of course. Of course. That is, in fact, that is one of the things that will help us recover. Kasi mahina ang productivity natin. Ayun. You know, okay. our productivity is not very high. We are, you know, one of, one of the least productive in Asia. We are productive at least the fact that our peso, our goods are cheap in terms of foreign currency. See, you know, na, na, na depreciated currency natin. It mm. is going to help. That will, that will make our exports more attractive and it will make our imports less attractive. You cannot, mm. you cannot imagine what that will do to our balance of payments. Because last year, or, or this year, up to now, our balance of pay, our balance of is in very very huge deficit. Deficit. We have to change that, and the way we can change it is by depreciating. Mm-hmm. You know, allow it to depreciate. The I mean, I'm the central bank. If it wanted to, would try to to hold back, but I don't think that's the right. That's the right. That's the right strategy. You cannot hold back because you will lose all your reserves. All right, and. If you hold back, you are you are essentially saying, you know, never mind if the exports are, are don't grow so much, or never mind if the imports are are moving so high, we will just go ahead. Cannot be. We have to we have to reverse that situation. So okay. I am, talagang, I agree with him. Downplay. Alam mo sinong nag, uh, nag, uh, nag-a-play yun? Yung mga newspapers lang eh. <laughs> you know, sabi ko nga sa, 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 I don't know, somebody asked me, and I said, we must be the only country in the world who thinks that a, you know, that having your peso cheaper, you know, which makes your Philippine goods cheaper, 
and more attractive and your Philippines location attractive to the world because your your their your their dollar goes much much further diba? the only country in the world who gets afraid when we depreciate i i i to you christian that's the better of course we would like to have a you know a market determined but that is impossible to do at this point so so you have to choose would you like your peso overvalued or your or, peso undervalued? And boy, okay. I want that peso undervalued because I want to increase my exports and I want to tamper down my imports. Or at least, you know, that will give the people, yung mga dito, yung mga, mga businesses natin, a chance to try and find out whether they can, they can substitute for those imports. Hindi ba? Okay. Very market-oriented nation. Opa. Ma'am, may dito tungkol dun sa ano, self-sufficiency. Uh, kasi dun sa, although tinatch to sa, sa article nyo, no? hindi naman tayo sure kung ang tinutukoy ba niya, rice, self-sufficiency, or ano ba yung ginamit yung term? Food, no? Food, self-sufficiency. Oh, yeah. uh, was this, was, was this achieved ba by any administration? Rice, self-sufficiency, or food? Food, nobody, no, no, ad, no administration yeah. in the world wants to uh-huh. have food self-sufficiency. That is the mm. most wrong way of yeah. doing it. Bakit ka, so, bakit ka magpaproduce ng lahat ng pagkain mo kung uh-oh, mas mura uh-oh. kung bilhin mo ng food outside? Correct. Kaya nga may kalakal. Uh-huh. Okay. Ang ginamit niya kasi sa kanya speech, ano eh, food eh. <laughs> Di ba ginamit niya sa speech Ayan. niya, food? <laughs> because ko, Christian, he does not seem to manifest any economic intelligence so far. So that's why leave it to the economic managers and follow them until he learns. And I hope he learns. Diba? I mean, <laughs> because the country is too, too important to, to, you know, fiddle around with. Now, I don't like it. And Mam- with Raisel... Bagay bagay sa inyo tong ano uh, tong subtitle nitong program na to eh. No holding back. Pwede kayong mag-program no. Maring Winnie, no holding back. <laughs> well, I have never ever held back in my life. <laughs> and that's why I I maybe I was fired from the inquirer but it certainly I could not possibly have been fired for being a uh-huh. board member of Rafael. Alam niyo ma'am, social media is perfect for you. You should start your own YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, dun tayo sa eto, dun po tayo sa rice self-sufficiency. Nadidinig na naman din natin to ng mga previous administrations. Eh, no? Pero dito, siguro, bago nyo sagutin yon. do you think si Bongbong Marcos as president is the right person to head the agriculture department at this time? Kasi napakalaking departamento po nito eh, di ba? No. No. His... His... Uh energies and the strength have to be for all because we are in so many crises. President Duterte left us with a health crisis, an energy crisis, an education crisis, aside from the moral crisis and our economic crisis. You know, he is the president. He has to oversee that whole thing to make him concentrate on one where he does not have, pardon my my economics, a comparative advantage or even 
you know, some, well, you know, some knowledge is <laughs> deadly. It's deadly. When there are, there are agriculture, I mean, economists who are, you know, who are, who can do that job much, much better than he, and he can, he can concentrate on other things in which he has more knowledge. Diba? Like what? Like you what? you say that? Uh, think for three days and I will tell you. Call me up in three days. <laughs> Grabe naman. <laughs> I was thinking uh, I was I was thinking along the lines of local government siguro or <laughs> Yeah well Well what was yung nung nasa Senado siya saan siya oh, Committee on Local Government Oh yun yeah. Meron na siyang experience doon Tapos ito you touch on the Masagana 19 Ano pa Ah you, you touched on the Masaga 19, Masagana 99. Kasi, I, I remember a few years ago, even Senator Amy Marcos, ano to eh, no? I think last year or two years ago, binida rin po niya ito, diba? And if I'm not mistaken, binara siya dito ni, ano eh, ni Finance Secretary, ano, Dominguez, no? Pero sabi ni, si, ni Secretary Dominguez, hindi nag-export ang Pilipinas. Hindi tama hmm. yun. Talagang nag-export. Ang problema, Yung nag-export tayo, lugi tayo. Because, mm. because the value of the exports was less than what it cost us to do. Oo. Abonado. That was the problem. The Masagana 99 was really a, you know, it started out as a very good program. In emergency, talagang may crisis, rice crisis ang Pilipinas noon. And Masagana 99... Eh, ang, ang, ang objective ng Malana 99 is increase the productivity of rice from from the 40 kalans a, a hectare to 99, kaya nga naging 90, masagana 99 yan eh, to 99 kabans per hectare. And, you know, for the first year, really, we were able to surmount the rice crisis. But it was not because of increasing the productivity, it was because increase the land devoted to rice. Mm-hmm. And then, nagkaroon ng corruption, nagkaroon ng ano, ayan, no, credit problems, etc., etc., political interference, etc., so that, that Masagana 99 started very good and went downhill all the way. And finally, you know, in 1980 or something, you know, it kind of stopped. And then in 1984, we let it go. In other words, it was not a, a resounding success. All right? And from that, sinabi ko, nagkaroon ng credit, ayun ang sinabi ni Dominguez, eh talagang totoo yun. There were about 800 banks, or 80 mm-hmm. or 800, I don't know that had Local to close banks. down because uh, hindi sila binabayaran. The repayment, the loan repayment rate went from 96% to 60% or below 60% because the, the farmers could not pay. And then, may, may problema 
they're not enough technicians so ang, ang, you know, agricultural technicians to help the farmers so ang ang pina pina ang linabas nila yung mga workers who were not really technicians you know political mm-hmm. appointees so that's what mm-hmm. happened there is in youtube eh, a um, zoom meeting i don't know if it's if it's if it's still there but it was it was a um, a forum on what happened to masagana 99 and the discussions in that panel were those who were implementing Nana 99. Mm-hmm. And see Emil Javier was the moderator. This was this was sponsored by the Batch 1960 agricultural uh, alumni of, of the Los Banos agriculture. So it's it's all there. It succeeded for the first time, and then it failed afterwards because of the corruption, the credit. Well, that's that's part of the corruption, political interference, etc. So, if you say, "Let us do Masagana '99," everybody would say, "Oh, please don't! We can't do it. We have to do a new one, which will be sure that hindi magkakaroon ng credit problems, hindi magkakaroon ng corruption, etc." There were people who were I mean, some banks lend to gold farmers because everybody was pushing, pushing, pushing. And so they, there was no time to review the credit sides. That's why there were 800 banks who, who turned belly up. Mm-hmm. And to top it all, the farmers they did not make money because their costs of product were so high. Mm-hmm. The farmers did not. The farmers did not benefit. The the banks did not benefit. The country did not benefit. So how can you say it's success? Okay, ma'am. Before we before we end this discussion, no, gusto ko kung ano opinion yun dun sa ano. Uh, very significant action ni President Marcos uh, early on, no, yung pagvito niya dun sa bill, uh, creating the Bulacan Special Economic Zone. Okay. Uh, was, it, was it the right thing to do? Yes. Kasi iba kinukulayan to sa ano eh, in the context of the sibling rivalry, supposedly. Pero I'd like to focus no, to I, sa mismong proyekto eh. Okay? I, I don't think so because uh, the Human Development Report, the Philippine Human Development Report, already discussed these mga, these mga export zones and, and free port zones, etc., and it said that they're, they're very unsuccessful. And this, uh, I, you know, Joe Salceda probably wanted to push it. I don't know why. But this thing was really not thought out very well. Mm-hmm. See, and dami dami, masyadong, masyadong binibigay ang poder sa mga, sa, sa authorities ng that export processing, that export zone. Eh. I, 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 when I read it, I said, Bah, okay pala itong si Bongbong Marcos. Meron pala siyang tinasabi. I mean that it hit his sister's favorite. I, I, I have no idea what the sibling rivalry is there. Uh, but I do know that uh, export processing zones in uh, like Super Bay and Clark have, are 
they have more they cost more than they benefit at least mm -hmm. that's that's what the that, that is what the conclusion the findings of the human development report was of the philippines was so i and they're very good analysts i agree with that i can you imagine all of a sudden just you know all of a sudden give bulacan and that airport is in is in a location which is itself disputed because uh -huh. marshland yan etc tapos bibigyan mo pa lang just because you know ramon ang i i, I don't know whether she is your one of your advertisers but wala it's not independent good. independent tayo ma'am we can we can speak freely <laughs> independent ang ginagawa natin okay lang <laughs> Uh, I, I, pero nadinig ko siya nabi nung ano eh, nung, I, I heard this interview by, with the governor ng Bulacan. No? Ang sinabi naman niya, tuloy pa rin yung, ano eh, yung construction ng airport. Ang Vinito lang yung talagang bill creating the special economic zone. I, yes, eh, yes. Hmm. Tuloy ang construction. Hindi mo ko alam, hindi ko alam kung talagang ba, bakit eh. I, you know, not, I think na sure yung Neda eh, because of, you know, there was political pressure there. How can you have an airport? Ang, ang, Clark is so near. It's 30 minutes away. Why Saka, are you building in Bulacan? I remember, Mama, hindi ko lang maalala kung sino yung mga senador na ano eh. Parang there was one hearing during the pandemic sa Senado. Di ba online siya? I was listening. I was watching. May ilang oh. senador biglang nilalagay sa calendar. Gusto pag-usapan on the floor yung bill na yan. Tapos may ibang senador nag-call out. Parang they were saying, bakit ba napaka-importante niyan sa inyo at this time? Yan. Nakamalisyoso ang mind pala, Christian. Hindi, hindi, hindi. Napanag ko siya before sa isang Senate hearing. I'm not imputing anything. Pero ano lang, meron talagang ano, siguro there are certain legislators who felt very passionate about the importance of this ano piece of legislation siguro no yeah i uh, well uh, i i i cannot you know from an economist's point of view i cannot see why bulacan was chosen as an airport when clark is so close to it it's only 30 minutes away airplanes going in and out of Bulacan and Clark, Manila Domestic International Airport is close by. Isasarado ba ang Manila Domestic International Domestic and International Airport? Sasaraduhin ba yun? That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, sige. So, ma'am, oh, sige. Before we end, ma'am, ano ah? Okay na. <laughs> Before we end, ma'am, uh, I remember I encouraged you kanina sa discussion natin to start your own YouTube channel, no? Warning lang, o, o warning yung kuling kayo sa mga katulad nitong si Onir Limbog. Ayan. Kaya ka naging vlogger. Kaya naging vlog. Kaya naging vlogger ka na lang. Puro ka kasi marites. Isa po to sa mga tangang troll, eh. So mag-ingat kayo sa mga tangang troll. Maraming ganyan, eh. Ay, marites. Ah, chismosa. Chismosa, ibig sabihin. Tapos, to, tanong lang, bakit nawala yung programong After the Fact? Walang S. Eh. At naging uh, vlogger tulad ni Rambo Talabong ng Fake News Rappler. Ayan. Marami kayong ma-encounter na ganyan. Yung mga 
uh, good for nothing ng mga tra- ingat kayo sa ganyan. All you have to do, anybody, is listen to her, her program and they will find out. Alam mo ang, ang problema, yung mga yung mga ibang politiko dyan, hindi, hindi, wala silang alam. Kaya pag tinatanungan mo sila ng mahirap na question, nabibisto sila. Ayun ang nangyari. Ay, Or, alam niyo ma'am, marami akong, marami akong kwento dyan. Pwede ko isulat as a book. Yung encounters ko with uh, political figures that I, I interviewed would, before. Pati yung mga... <laughs> ito, ta, ito, hindi to chismis totoo ta. Kasi 'di ba pag face to face ang interview, kayo rin 'di ba ma'am nung ano, nung pag nag-interview oh. kay face to face, nakikita niyo yung mga guests na kinakabahan, 'di ba? At saka yung talagang uh, they're just swinging it. Winning it lang yung interview, yung hindi handa. You know, that's uh, you know, they they come unprepared and then yeah. they expect to be kind. I mean, I I don't think I was ever I don't think you were ever bastos or thing yeah. like that but to ask hard questions ano pansin ko lang eh apparently some news owners do not understand that part of journalism eh remember ito yung mga interviews that really got me into trouble uh-uh. yung did you really one time did you, you know, did you hmm? really get called by management yeah. after your interviews my god oh may mga ano pa, mga inquiry. Example, yeah, I remember one interview I did was with uh, then cabinet secretary Carlo Nograles. Ang topic was the, you know, upcoming nomination by PDP Laban of Bongo as their standard bearer. Eh, syempre, as a journalist, diba, kahit sino, unless bayad ka, syempre, tatanungin mo, <laughs> siya na ba pinaka-qualified? <laughs> ng lahat ng PDP laban members ni you fight senator yan they didn't like the the questions and apparently nagreklamo sa office nagkaroon pa ng mga ano ng mga pangyayari I mean things like that happen I, I, I'm really discussing this in public dahil tinanong nyo kasi maganda malaman ng mga nanonood sa atin na ano yung mga ganyang issues talagang nandun yung panggigipit sa mga periodista nyo na Akala nyo kasi ang kalaban lang namin, trolls, di ba? They're also enemies from within. Yeah, but maybe Maybe that was at the time when ABS-CBN was fighting for its life. Yeah. Is it? Actually, I don't know what the time yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fighting Actually, for its life and it was yeah. trying to to please the the powers that be. I suppose but, so. Know, pero, pero ma'am, may sagot ako dyan. That I could understand. Really, I could understand that. Siguro that's uh that's a prudent decision siguro. Ang hindi ko lang maintindihan yung pag yung mismong core values ng journalism. Uh, Ayun. Ayun yun dinudurog, yung para bang hindi tama si na Alan Peter Cayetano eh. Mali yung journalism na ginagawa mo. Yun ang hindi ko matanggap. Sa akin kasi may mga red lines Ayun. po ako eh. May mga non-negotiables. Ayun. Absolutely. I, I I agree with you. Mm. Thank Tsaka, God. I mean, yun. Hindi, tsaka I'd like I, I, to... Well, ano pa? Go ahead, ma'am. Well, that's why we're better off online, I mean, in, in the social media where you don't get you don't get these uh, interferences and behind the scenes behind the scenes machinations, hindi ba? Yeah. 
akin. At saka Kaya ano lang naman yan, ma'am? Huwag kang itatanong ng ganyan. At least oh, I was oh. never, I was never told not to ask questions or I was never berated for asking questions. Never. Yeah. Or maybe I was just protected by my producer and by my president. I don't know. But, but they never. Although I must say, sa, within the ABS-CBN newsroom, marami talaga mga ano dyan, mga fighters, mga real journalists. Yes. Who I really is, who I really respect a lot. Diba? Pero syempre, pag ang putos uh, from the very top, Mm-hmm. Baka naman your, your, your boss just did not like you. Or pwede rin, baka napapangitan lang sa ilong ko. Or... <laughs> Ayun ang problema mo eh. Yun lang pala yun. Oh. <laughs> in, in-intellectualize ko pa, yun lang pala yun. <laughs> no, but it, or baka nat- natutulisan think... sa kilay ko, pwedeng ganun. <laughs> I... No, but I don't think it's correct for anybody to try to tell you what you can and cannot do on TV. Uh, you know, there, there are rules. And as yeah. long as you obey those rules, you, you, they should not give you unwritten rules on the basis yeah. of somebody coming and calling calling them up and complaining about you. Although you're much older than I am, no? Ang natutunan ko at this tender right. age. Hindi, <laughs> ano eh, parang it's all about standing on correct principles. Hindi lang porke may prinsipyo ka, hindi bisa sabihin tama yan eh. Yung correct principles. At saka nakakatulog ka ba ng mahimbing sa gabi at natititigan mo ba diretso sa mata yung mga tao maski yung mga trolls na hindi ikaw yung nagsangla ng kaluluwa or ng prinsipyo in exchange for let's say keeping your job. Yun ang mga importante sa akin po. Well, that's the right thing. That's always you will never go wrong when you do you keep your values and your principles. If you bend oh. your values and your principles because it is convenient, because your boss wants it, etc., that is the start of a downhill slide. And pretty soon you'll be known as a you know, not as a journalist anymore, but as a Puta, diba? Tuta, lapdog. Well, that's why when you when you asked to interview me, I immediately replied, <clears throat> yes, because I really respect you. Oh, I thank you, Mama. Your, Coming from you. No, you're... Every time I watch you on, t- on TV before, I always said that's a good question. That's a good you know, tact, etc. There means you know, there was one when medyo nakwad ka. I don't know. There was one time when you were medyo nagalit ka or something. You know, you were discombobulated. <laughs> Nahalata ko yun. But that was one time only. <laughs> Misa kasi I'm sure ma- I was uh-uh. <laughs> Misa kasi no, nakakapikon yung, yung, yung in-your-face lie yung pag nag-interview. <laughs> Alam niyo yung complete BS, sasabihin pa straight, with a straight face. Sabi, ano ba naman to? <laughs> At saka yung gaslighting. Ayoko, ayoko yung ginagawa nila, yung iga-gaslight ka pa. Tingo na, ano yun? What is a gas? Yung what is gaslighting, yung papalabas yung nakasalanan nyo. 
I remember there was in, there was an interview I did there eh, kay ano to eh uh, secretary panelo pa noon time na yon ang pinag-uusapan namin yung ano uh, ICC okay I got the sense yeah. na hindi naman niya talaga binasa ng mabuti yung Rome statute eh ako naman I was not hindi ako yung lawyer eh pero pinag-aralan ko because I had to prepare for that topic eh even before kasi sinusulat ko siya at nire-report eh and then sasabihin ba naman ka na <laughs> I understand you're not a lawyer. I mean, don't play the lawyer, lawyer card with me. Eh, ikaw yung hindi nagbasa. At mali appreciation mo, <laughs> di ba? <laughs> yun yung mga... <laughs> yun yung mga gaslighting that I don't really like. Oh, maraming ganyan eh. Yung pag naubusan na ng argument, they would use the lawyer card. Although we're good ah. Talagang nag-ano pa rin kami. Ha? Parang bobo ka. Oh, may mga ganun. I will accept that, you know, there are there's certain technicalities that lawyers are better at. But, you know, you you tend to read the law and you understand it. I mean, that law is written for 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 the people to understand. So, why do you need to be a lawyer to discuss it? Hindi. Tsaka yung basic diba? procedure lang naman ng ano, what happens sa International Criminal Court. Diba? Hindi naman... Ano, 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 ano hindi... akala mo mangyayari sa, sa kaso against Duterte? Let's see. You think, uh, you think uh, the, the new president will allow that to happen? That would be the interesting part. As they say, that would be the exciting part. Because there are a lot of moving parts, eh, diba? Well, you know, don't get me wrong, Christian. We will be stupid if we want this president to fail. We will yeah, be stupid. Of course. And that's of why course. we are calling out and saying, please don't go this way or don't go that way because that going going that way is a sure indication that you're going to fail. Oh. That's what yeah, we're doing. That's you know, that Actually, diba? that's what I said. Because after the country will fail. Yeah. Alam niyo, ma'am, after niya manalo, that was my position. Eh. Sinabi ko kasi, siya yung official choice sa mga Pilipino eh. Siya yung nanalo. I mean, hindi mo, you cannot, you cannot do what others are doing. Yung mga critics, yung kahit anong gawin, lahat mali, di ba? Ang sa akin kasi, may kanya-kanya tayong role sa, sa society, di ba? For example, you're a journalist. Hindi mo naman trabaho na manghimod, di ba? Na kahit sino nakaupo. At the same time, hindi naman masama pag nag-criticize ka or nag-call out. I mean, that's part of our role as a journalist. And at the same time, civic duty na rin yun, di ba? Kasi ang problema sa atin ngayon, masyadong ano, malakas intensyong idolatry ng maraming tao. They think that because they voted for someone, that person won't do any wrong. Ganun din naman eh. Kunwari si Lenny nanalo. And you think mali yung choice for this particular cabinet position. Call her out. Incompetent itong ina-appoint. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Hindi, hindi, ka ba, hindi ka ba curious or puzzled? Why was there so few masa during the inauguration? And why is the concert, the Thanksgiving concert, so very poorly attended? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I also noticed that. Because usually, if you got such a big mandate, no, 31 million, talagang nandun dapat yung ano eh. Warm bodies sa sobrang dami. Meron akong theory about that. You know, because I think that he won because of transactional politics. Ah, there with was the... A trans- mm-hmm. Yeah, 
you pay and you. So when he did not pay anymore, the, the voters they're not going to come anymore. But they they, they were they were paid enough, so they they voted for him. I don't know. That's just my. Because ang 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 distinction ko between the politics of Bongbong Marcos and the politics of Leno Robredo was Bongbong Marcos's politics was transactional, and Leno Robredo's politics was transformational. Uh, what's the term? Trans transformational. Transformational. Okay. Wanted to transform. Mm-hmm. Th- my mm-hmm. my husband has done his some very good examples of that. But think of that: transactional okay. politics versus transformational politics. And unfortunately, what we got is a transactional president. Well. Okay. We deserve so, and the people I I also enjoyed this, Mama. I look forward to your YouTube channel. Chaka, let's do this again. I'll invite you again. Kung okay lang. I have to learn because medyo bobs ako sa mga computer, computer. Pinatawag ko na yung anak ko. <laughs> Madali lang yan, Mama. When I learn, get-throwan mo ako, ha? Okay. Sige, Mama, salamat. Good evening po. It was a pleasure and an honor. Thank you po. I'm sure talking with you. Bye. Bye po.